Welcome to Easier Movement, Happier Horses. I'm Mary DeBono, your movement and mindset coach. If you'd like to have flexible, balanced movement, a relaxed, confident mindset, and a joyful connection with your horse, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share what I've learned over the past 30 years of helping improve the performance and partnership of horses and their humans. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's dive in. Hello and welcome to episode number seven of Easier Movement, Happier Horses. My name is Mary DeBono and I'm so glad you're here. Today we're going to talk about why it's more important to connect with your horse rather than correct your horse, okay? And by that I mean, let's just say that your horse has an issue that you would like to improve. Maybe you want your horse's back to be softer and rounder. Maybe you want your horse to move more efficiently, more elegantly, you know, bend easier. Or maybe you want something for yourself. Maybe your posture is not so hot and you find yourself really wanting to just stand and sit up straight effortlessly, right? And so there's different ways to go about it. So let me start by giving you some examples. I think that'll make it easier. So a few years ago, pre-pandemic, this gentleman came to me. He was an equestrian, and he's also um, an engineer. And so he spent a lot of time in front of the computer, and he was very rounded. And his trainer was always after him, you know, pull your shoulders back, you know, sit up straight, blah, blah, blah. And he would try. He would do his darndest, but it just never felt comfortable, and it was never sustainable. So he was always kind of, you know, kind of judging himself like, oh, I wish I had better posture. I need to sit up. I need to do this. I need to stand up. But it wasn't working. So someone told him to come see me and he did. And I spent the entire session with him, right? The Feldenkrais session with him lying on the table. And I actually helped him round more than he was rounding when he came in. Now, you might think, Mary, that just sounds so crazy. The guy came to you to learn how to stand up straight and sit up straight. Why are you helping him be more round? Well, we have to think about it. His whole nervous system was very comfortable with him being flexed or rounded, right? He was doing, you know, he was very good at that, right? That was his habit. So if I were to just do what everyone else had done and try to get him to stand up and sit up straight, that wouldn't have helped him at all. However, by me using my hands to actually encourage more and more rounding, and and very importantly, and this is key, I got like all the parts of him to participate in rounding. Because a lot of times we have a habit, whether we're too round or too arched, that certain parts of ourselves, and this is true whether you're a horse or a human, do most of the work. Okay, so you may be kind of rounded, but maybe there's just certain parts of your back that are rounded and other parts are actually more extended, more arched, right? Your head and neck might be in a funny position. I mean, all these things. So what I did was I helped him be congruent. Okay, that's important. I helped him be congruent. I'm like, and by the way, this is all nonverbal. Okay, he was just lying there feeling good. Like, you know, it was it's very gentle work. It feels really good. But I basically I helped him 
If you're going to round, we're going to do it really, really well. So your whole body, your whole nervous system can participate in this rounding. So what happened was he, at the end of the session, he gets up off my table. He sits up, he stands up and he's like, I am so much taller than when I walked in here. Like he just immediately felt it and there was no effort whatsoever. It was completely effortless. So his head was in a totally different place. So he's carrying it differently. Again, none of this was, you know, conscious on his part. He wasn't forcing himself into any position. It's his body naturally did that in response to me using my hands to help him be even more congruent in his body. Okay, I was connecting with him on a very deep level, the level of his nervous system, right? Not correcting him, not controlling. So then, so anyway, he leaves, he leaves my office and he told me later, he just, everything was different when he walked outside because now suddenly his head is in a different place. So his eyes are looking at the horizon differently and he gets in his car, he puts on some music and he said, I could hear the sounds differently. And I know that sounds like so dramatic for a Feldenkrais session, but when you think about it, the way we hold our, our head and neck really influence our teleceptors, right? Our eyes, our ears, all those things that help us take in the environment. So you start to actually experience the world differently. And again, I just think that was such a good example of why it was so important to connect with his nervous system to understand that there was a reason why he started to be round. Okay. There was a very, always a very good reason. And by helping him do it so well, and by actually using my hands to take over the work of his muscles, he no longer felt his nervous system no longer felt compelled to do that. And he suddenly had all these other options available to him. Okay. So let's take this now into the horses. Very common for people to tell me, oh, I wish my horse could relax her back easier, you know, have a softer back so she could collect better, she can carry me better, it's healthier for her, all those good things. But the horse is, you know, tight in the back, um, those, you know, the back muscles are, are taut a lot, and maybe the horse even has a little bit of a, you know, the back is dropped a little bit, but certainly stiff and tight. So a lot of people, what they do is they do are like a reflex thing underneath the horse's like chest and belly area where they're actually like press up in such a way to create like a rounding. The horse reflexively rounds the back. But I've seen that backfire, no pun intended, so many times. I've seen that because the horse is not comfortable rounding the back at this point. So just kind of forcing them to do it as a reflex could actually then associate pain with rounding the back. So there are, there are ways to do it in, in, a, in a more intelligent way, I'll put it that way, but certainly the way you see it commonly done can be very, very problematic. So again, that's contradicting, right? That's correcting, it's not connecting. So the way I do it is quite a bit different. So say a horse comes to me and the, the back is a little tight, maybe a little dropped, I start to help them again, be more congruent. It's like, oh, let's see if we can get all of you to participate in this kind of ex what we call extension or, you know, arching of the back. Let's get the neck involved, all the vertebrae of the back, you know, let's just do this and, you know, the ribs, the sternum, especially all the things. Now, suddenly when you do that, 
again, you're connecting on a very deep level where the nervous system is saying, oh, this feels good. This feels safe. Always remember your brain, your nervous system wants to keep you safe, whether you're a horse or a human. That's its big job, okay, is to keep you safe. If you go in there and you try to correct to force either yourself or your horse, your nervous system is going to fight you on that, okay? Because remember, there was always a good reason to start whatever this movement habit was in the first place. There was a good reason originally. Now maybe it's not good and we do want to help the horse or help yourself change it. But at the time, it was it was smart. So we always have to respect the intelligence of the body and realize that if we connect and we actually help the animal, whether human or horse, be more congruent in that, that suddenly they lose the compulsion to have to do it and more options become available. Okay, I do this quite a lot with the horses and it can help them so much. Again, it uh, makes a... Um, a very big difference in their feeling of safety, in their feeling of pleasure, and just helping prepare them for ridden work. Because if you think about it, you do want your horses back soft and round and so they can carry you in a healthy way. So riding can be healthy for them and, and pleasurable for them too, rather than a painful thing that they just have to tolerate that could actually be damaging them. So that's really, really important. The other thing is when you connect with them like that, you're creating a positive learning state. So again, this is true for the human or, or the horse. It's a positive learning state when you're connecting and helping things be more congruent in the system rather than trying to correct or contradict the system. Okay, so think about that in your own life. How could you, so say there's something about yourself that you want to change. Maybe it's some kind of habit. It doesn't even have to be a movement habit, like you know how you you know walk or stand or run or whatever. Maybe it's something else, some other type of activity or, or behavior that you're doing that you, you think, oh, I'd rather not be doing that. Can you think about you know, just being more curious about it and start to think about what triggers that behavior? What lets you know it's time to XYZ, raid the refrigerator, um, you know, whatever, whatever the habit is that you're doing that you'd rather not do, what triggers it? And then instead of, again, instead of like beating yourself up over it or, you know, correcting or contradicting, trying to force yourself, be curious about it, you know, wow, How, you know, start to, to, to develop your awareness in such a way like, what is the first trigger? Is it when I walk into the kitchen? Or has it all started before I walked into the kitchen? Is it when I reach for the refrigerator handle? Like, what is it? Start to be curious. Get your, expand your awareness. Maybe it's um, you're procrastinating on a, a work project or a home project or something. And it's a distraction. It's a diversion for you. So again, if you can start to connect with yourself rather than just simply trying to correct and contradict yourself, you'll really serve yourself and you'll find that suddenly now your options become more. You, you, you start to lose that compulsion to do the behavior. Again, whether it's a movement thing or it's a particular you know, other type of behavior. And then ask yourself, what would feel easier? Like what would feel better? Because again, we want to bring in the sense of ease and pleasure. That is how you know change sticks.
Okay, so I hope this has given you some food for thought. And again, this applies to yourself, your horse, and of course, dogs, cats, everybody, everyone with a nervous system. But think about how you can connect rather than correct. So let me know what you'd like to change. Let me know what you'd like to improve, whether in yourself or your horse. I love hearing from you. So you can always email me at mary at marydebono.com. Perhaps I'll do an episode or a video for you. Get it out there and will, I'm sure, help lots of people and their horses. So again, mary at marydebono.com. And thank you so much for being here. I love sharing this information with you. And I look forward to talking with you again. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Easier Movement, Happier Horses. Remember to grab your free video masterclass for riders at marydebono.com forward slash rider. You'll get three easy, effective exercises to improve your back, hips, position, and posture. People love these videos. It's important for riders and non-riders alike. I'm Mary DeBono. Go have fun with your horses. Bye for now.